This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to a bonus episode of the Alternate Reality Podcast. We are so in love with WandaVision right now. We just had to talk about this week's episode. Uh, and by that, I mean I forced both of these guys to log on for yet another day of recording. <laughs> I'm one of your returning hosts, Chewburger84. Joining me, as always, is Hebrew Hammer. What is up? And Dahooch. What's up, Mutt? You may be controlling this hex, but I'm going to win in the end. Are oh, you? Shit. Are you implying Agatha I'm Agatha down. Harkness right now? <laughs> Spoilers! Oh my god, what if people haven't oh. seen it? I mean, well, then let's they be real. be listening. Exactly. All right, because folks, there's going to be spoilers. There's going to be spoilers. There's going to be spoilers. Uh, it's the rule of three. If you listen after this point and you get spoilers, well, unlucky is where we're at. So this is going to cover episode seven. Uh, we've already done one through six in the episode we released last week. If you want to hear our breakdown of those, just head back and listen to it. Quick shameless shill. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you tell your friends. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Head on over and join up on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ANRpod for unedited versions of everything that we do. And of course, join the conversation at discord.me forward slash ANR. Before we go through the specifics, what did we think of this episode? How did you walk away from this one, boys? <laughs> uh, I walked away saying we should just rename this little mini show Michael's Right About Everything. Because uh, you're right about one thing. All there my was shots, one thing. All oh. my shots besides one. All my mm. shots besides one were called. So far, only episode. one of your shots has been. No, confirmed. no, no. But sure, we'll go, sure, we'll sure, go sure. back through it afterwards. But it, I walked I'm happy, away. I'm was, happy to name this. Mike finally got one thing right. If that's what you want, I'm, I'm more than happy. <laughs> it to was. It was more. Thing. It was more than one. But we'll talk about which one. So, anyways, um, okay. yeah, it it was really good. Uh, I, I was glad to see it. Whenever I mean. I, I was like in physical pain after it ended at that point. And I was oh. like, no, <laughs> no, you can't do this. But uh, yeah, so it, it ended off at a really good spot. It felt like kind of a, it actually was a little bit of a frustrating episode at the beginning. Cause I was just like, not a lot was happening. And it felt like a, like a filler episode almost uh, a little bit at the beginning. Cause they just progressed the plot so quickly over the past three episodes specifically. And then mm -hmm. like the first 20 minutes of this one, like nothing was happening and um so yeah i wasn't i wasn't a gigantic fan of the format uh of this one either it felt a little odd um but yeah i mean like overall with the with the big reveal at the end and everything i was loving it so uh, i the i think i mentioned it before in chat like i i did love the episode i did the only issue i had was that it was you know speculated kind of where we were gonna go and where this was gonna happen so it didn't have that same impact that like everything from the previous episode had. That doesn't mean it wasn't good. It's just unfortunate because it, it, there wasn't that surprise that I was hoping to see or, or, or feel or whatever. But it still was was pretty good. And I, I didn't really have an issue with the format. I, I love the fact that the opening credits were based on The Office. And I thought oh, it was Oh, yeah, hilarious. the theme song? Yeah, the theme yeah. song was, <laughs> was The Office theme. And it was, yeah. it was really cool. Now, my understanding or when i was watching it i thought oh they're totally dealing doing the office but apparently it was the office mixed with modern family because modern family had yeah, that yeah. whole similar thing where they're talking to the camera breaking the fourth wall or whatever she was um, emulating the mom to a yeah team. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, my argument was, yeah, but without The Office, who kind of started that whole thing initially, mm-hmm. like Modern Family doesn't do it. I don't know. Uh, so even though you, you, it, it was a mixture of the two, mm-hmm. I still was like, it was The Office. It was The Office. I'm giving The Office credit. Uh, I'm so gonna say it's 98 percent Modern Family, and the intro was The Office. That's yeah, I that, know. That's what I got out of it. Oh no, no, it it, it was, but I'm not giving credit for that. <laughs> oh okay then so we're all planting a flag and unrealistic things i'm great we're heading see. into yeah. this just yes. everyone being willing to be fucking reasonable this is gonna go real well yeah jesus no. <laughs> and on, the only reason why i'm planting that flag is because i got into a big old argument with uh my daughters earlier like after we saw the show so mm-hmm. we had a big old argument where i was adamant about it, it was the office it was the office and they yeah. were you know planting the flag and it was modern family and we were so if they're the- listening i look forward to them using against you that uh, they were right yeah. yeah no they always use that against me so <laughs> stupid facts <laughs> so i have the denial of wolverine origins this week you have the denial of uh, modern family so we just yeah. need you to decide on something and then we'll <laughs> oh no i've like, already i've already got mortal kombat uh the sequel never existed oh that's right there we go so i've used my i've used mine as well <laughs> uh yeah i have to say i when i got to like 16 minutes in and i know it was 16 minutes because i actively like pushed the button on the remote to see like how much was going and i was just saying to my wife it's like they've spent 16 minutes setting this up like this is about to yeah. go nuts like you know they've got so much to get out before these last couple episodes come it's all going to go down and there's like what maybe 10 minutes left before we start getting into the credits because there's always like six to eight minutes of credits for reasons yeah so yeah we're both getting frustrated and then of course it just goes mental for six minutes and then uh yeah which is what we're going to break down in today's episode so Mm -hmm. what i thought we'd do is uh we'll start off by going through uh the bigger moments in order from the show Mm -hmm. And then we'll kind yeah. of go uh, into speculations and uh, comments from there. So right out of the gate, obviously, she's doing the whole uh, Modern Family style intro, channeling the mum. And then we go into the office. Now, for most of the credits, I was like, oh, shit, is something really bad about to happen to Vision? Because Vision's name in the credits wasn't mentioned until the exactly. very last the bit. End, yeah. Right, it was just wonder, 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 and so it was just, it was just all about her. This episode, is it? Which it, you know, it started off very much that way. So that was right. interesting. And we see in those opening moments that she's starting to lose control of her ability to keep this reality that she's created under wraps, mm-hmm. and she's obviously very aware of that. And she's talking about how she's losing control of this reality she's um, created, and little things start changing, like the boys' controllers. Uh, you know, TV goes from a modern TV to an older TV. It's all, all kind of over the shop. Um, at one point, very early on in this, I got, and I think I read too far into this one. I don't think it was a big deal. Uh, the milk carton. Did you guys get triggered by that at all? Or am I reading too far into it? You mean like one, what, what one of the things said on the milk carton? or Yeah. Yeah, the missing child thing? The missing children thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, oh, no, this might be the episode where uh, the kids uh, maybe meet their fate that we've predicted they might. Mm-hmm. So well, I have a bone to pick with you guys on this one. Okay. So it's not really like, like your fault, but it is your fault. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys had mentioned to me before that it was it was Mephisto who who like 
takes those two children specifically because they're like part of his soul or something, right? Yeah, shards of his mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in this case, like I'm holding on to that theory still that that like Ralph is basically Mephisto mm-hmm. because of that reason. But then I'm hearing that like Agatha eats children. Is that also her thing? So I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people are really, really digging in on one line that came out later on this episode, which is on my list of things to talk about, which was the cutaway to Agnes, where she says to the kids, come on, let's go. I won't bite. And then it cuts away saying, I actually did bite a kid once. Yeah. That's like right. I have, like if you type in um, uh, the words bite a kid into Google right now, it literally goes to this episode. That's how many people have Googled that <laughs> wow. in the last couple of days. So I think there's a <laughs> lot of people suggesting that she is eating children. Okay. Um, but Agatha Harkness in the comics, uh, she was put through the Salem witch trials. So like there's a lot of things that were said about all the witches, whether they be fact or not, uh, over the course of various witch trials in the Marvel comics. There was a lot of accusations leveled against her uh, on a variety of different fronts. Because sometimes she's a good witch, bad witch, you know. Um, she's very protective of other witches in the comics, usually. In fact, she acted as a mentor to Scarlet Witch quite a few times. Okay. So, yeah. And, and I, I think you guys had mentioned that to me before. But, yeah, I just didn't hear this eating the kids on her behalf, uh, like, thing before. So, I wasn't sure if that was a thing. And you guys didn't know about it or if <clears throat> the Mephisto thing is, is true. So I know we don't know anything about that part yet. You know, that's still speculation, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So we should I mean, see. we still haven't met Ralph. Exactly. That's, that's my question. I yeah. think we all know who Ralph is going to be. Let's be at this point. <laughs> well, comic nerds do. I think there's a Either lot of people exist. right now. I think there's a lot of people who aren't like, you know, doing what we're doing right now. Um, and that is like a lot of people first time in like Agatha Harkness, they're thinking, Oh, this is it. I think there's a lot of people who are going to think this is the villain of this yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Comic nerds are just like, Oh, well this is the, uh, this is this the, the assistant the line, villain. Yeah. Yes. You know, this yeah. is the uh, <laughs> nebula to Thanos type setup, you know? Yep. Right. Yep. This, yeah. This, this is the right hand to the ultimate villain. Yeah. So, yes. Absolutely. Now, one other thing that was coming out in one of the earlier scenes is that uh, back at Sword HQ, they're asking, what are we seeing on the monitors? And they're saying that the signal has now gone dead and that Mm -hmm. there is only dead air coming out of there. So here's the question. Was Agatha the one pumping out the TV signal as a way of, you know, messing with everything? Or was it Wanda, and now that she's sort of taxed to her limits, that her ability to put out the signal is no longer there? Who do you think was putting out the signal, and why is it gone? I think it was 100% Agnes because of... I mean, A, because it, it makes sense retroactively. Whenever you look back at things, it would make sense that it would be her. But whenever she made that line, or uh, said that line to her while she was being interviewed, of um, she's like, do you feel bad or something like that? Or do you think you deserve it? And then um, Wanda was like, wait, like, you're not supposed to ask me that or something like that. And that's whenever I realized I'm like, oh, shit, she's not in control of the, the, the TV situation at all. Yeah, she's being mm-hmm. guided that way. So I'm I don't know which way to think of it. I think that I think it was probably Wanda. But then it also makes sense that if Agatha was gearing up to make her move, she wouldn't want anyone seeing it either. Yeah. And that's why I think the next episode, we're going to get the whole, what was the point of the TV show? Like someone's going to tell us, I think, 
why were they doing that whole thing that makes sense because i think if you don't comment on that it's just like well we did that because it would make interesting tv for people who have a disney plus subscription you know i think they need to make sense of why did they do that and agatha's obviously used this as a vehicle to kind of you know i think not distract but i guess make wanda feel a little bit more secure or safe when she doesn't feel safe does that make sense I think it was to cause this strife that's happening right now. I think that that was the point of the whole thing, was that she figured that the military would get involved and that they'd figure out this signal was coming through of this TV show and they'd kind of get a look inside from a perspective that she could, Agatha, could control. Well, there's one part of what what you just said that we already know is not the case. They were already going to come there anyway because it's vision they want, not they didn't come because of that signal. They were tracking vision the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. They want well, no, their no, toy no, no, but I'm, well, I, no, actually, I'm not saying that they, they came wouldn't... because of the signal. I'm, I'm expecting that they came because of, you know, what the giant red hex that's there. Like, how could you not come because of that? I'm saying more no, of wait. it allowed them, what? What I was going to say is, like, they didn't show up because of the giant red hex. Remember, this started out as a missing persons thing. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, so it started out as a missing persons thing that the FBI was looking into. And it wasn't until Monica shows up where or the FBI reports something weird is going on here because mm-hmm. no one seems to remember this town or, or anything in it. So then they call Sword and Sword's like, oh, okay, well, we'll take a look at what's going on. And then Monica disappears. And mm-hmm. so after that, Sword comes in full force. Right. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter like how they, I, I think that she knew that they were going to come for some reason, but the reason why she put on the TV show is because she knew that they would come for X reason and she wanted them to be able to have like a peek inside of what's happening through a lens that she could control to kind of manipulate things into happening the way that she wanted them to happen. But for what purpose? I think that that has yet to be revealed. But I think off my cuff, I think that it was to cause this um, situation between S.W.O.R.D., like basically the outside world and Wanda. Maybe that's to drive Wanda more into like Agatha's plans or of some sort. Like I'm not sure yet, but I think that that is ultimately going to be what the situation was. It feel it feels to it's, me it's that a theory, the, but it's it's if, that's what it I'm feels thinking. well, it feels to me the TV signal was inadvertent because Wanda was channeling TV shows. Right, her reality was being made up to be a TV show, and as a result, it was sending out a TV signal. Uh, I think at you know I still believe that uh, I, I agree that Agatha Agnes whatever is you know trying to manipulate Wanda, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was necessarily the intent to have the show uh, be broadcast Beca- because there's how is she going to know that someone like Darcy is going to come in and go oh that looks like a television signal. Get me an old ass TV and let's see if we can pick it up. I mean, there are just too many things that were figured out because someone was smart enough to kind of that. That I don't know if Agatha would have. I think have, that she figured that they would have found that out if she was purposely doing it. I like. I, I don't said, think. I don't, I don't know, but you know that that's I, my take. I don't think that. Agatha you could, would you have. You could be right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Agatha would have expected Sword to show up to begin with. That's why she picked a town in the middle of nowhere. That everybody would would have forgotten about. So I think she was trying to do that, but unfortunately, the FBI came in 
and was like, oh, well, there's a missing persons report. We still don't know exactly who the missing person was. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, going to I'm gonna disagree with both of you. I think the TV signal was deliberate. And I think Agatha, there was a very strong hint that she's, she's the one that's been guiding where the television show goes this entire time through two different ways. One, she shows up and guides the plot to exactly where she wants it to go based on whatever it is that they need at that point in time. You know, whether it was you need dinner mate or whether she needs something for the kids, right? Whether, whatever it is, she's always there to fill in that gap to keep the plot rolling. And yep. the fact that she's sitting in the director's chair in the big reveal at the end there, showing that she was the voice behind the camera, there's two things there. One is obviously it's her calling the shots. And number two is the fact that when you hear the voice come through, it's not hers. So she's manipulating Wanda in that particular scene to not see uh, Agnes as Agnes because the voice is different. It's like oh, a guy's yeah. voice mm -hmm. kind of. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, trying to sort of guide her emotions as well. Like that comment that she says when she's in the director's chair. Do you remember what he said? What she said? Yeah, she said uh, what I said earlier. Um, Do you think this is what you deserve? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. So she's trying to make her feel guilt, right? So much of this is manipulating the emotion. So I think that Agatha was using Wanda's powers to rewrite this reality and using the television show as a way of guiding the things that she needed to happen, mainly the birth of the boys and them getting to a certain age and also coming into their powers. Because as soon as they've come into their powers literally the next day in this story because we know it's the day after halloween because she wakes up still in the halloween clothes from last night scarlet witch does mm -hmm. it she makes her move on the kids like immediately the day after their powers awaken yeah mm. so i think that that signal beaming out is a way of trying to distract everyone not just the outside world but also wander herself so i think that she is absolutely uh, the scriptwriter and the director of all the events up until this. Wanda's creating it, but she's writing the story. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much that, that's pretty much the same thing that that I think as well. With the, I guess the only difference being that I think that she also intended for the strife between um, what you call it, Sword and Wanda as well. But yeah, I mean, that strife I, was I, already I, there though because Wanda stole their toy. Mm -hmm. right but this makes it this puts it even further along i, I would say like they had vision for five years right mm -hmm. she yeah. pops back after the blip and we're assuming could have been same day might have been a day or two later she busts in tears the place up and then goes and this is the thing i think that sword i mean if you look at the storylines happening at the moment there's what sword told the fbi because it was Wu that went there on the missing persons case right mm -hmm. yeah who's yeah. to say that the head of uh sword didn't know where they were the entire time if they've been tracking uh vision's vibranium signal they just didn't tell uh rambo or any of the other guys on the ground because they were hiding this from all of them Ooh, you know what why that's the other thing why would he have sent monica for a missing persons thing I think she mentions that, like, why are you sending me to do this? Yeah, um, there's a lot of different uh, elements that that guy had that you now look back at as shady as fuck, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, he knows what's there, I think. Like, he uh, knows. Why would sending her do anything specific? Because she wasn't, that, that's not what she does. 
No, I, I get that. But I mean, like, what what was he expecting her to do? Find out what was going was so on. Different. He knew he knew that some, like, I, I, it seems like he knew something was going on that he couldn't obviously couldn't share with the FBI. But somebody like Monica, who was apparently extremely trusted, right, mm-hmm. and was very good at what she did before the snap. So he sent her in to mm-hmm. figure it out. Under the but guise remember, of- remember that scene when uh, Monica breaks away from that guy, though, is that that's where it all comes out that he doesn't trust her. They don't trust anyone that yeah. was gone for the five years. So that's where you know that that was all a play this entire time. Because Old Mate basically says, you guys were gone. We don't know what happened to you. We can't trust you. Like that all comes out a couple episodes yeah. ago when she eventually busts away and goes off to get a super secret Mars rover, you know? Yeah, I don't think he knew at that point whenever he dispatched her on that case. I think he did. I, I think that he sent her because she he knew with her not being around for five years, she's going in naive. He can yeah. get answers through her because she doesn't have an angle. She's just trying to get to the middle of how do I get in there? I yeah. think he's using a tool that's being conveniently placed in front of him and moving her away from a position of a power grab. Because remember that she is the daughter of the, the uh, former boss of this entire organization, yeah. the person that created it. That mm-hmm. like It could have been, you know, there's so many different things you can inject into that narrative. The point of the story is they've set up in commentary in the last two episodes um, especially this, like Monica, um, you know, I'm going forward a step here before we go back. Mm-hmm. She says to Wanda, he will burn this place to get what he wants. He wants vision, implying that, you know, she knows something about a plan to destroy Westview. Now, who's to say that that is not what whoever the ultimate vision, uh, the ultimate villain of this piece, who's to say that's not what they want? Who, what what if it means that they need to torch Westview to free whatever it is that might be down there? Yeah. How, this could yeah, have been I mean, this, totally someone possible. manipulating, you know, a military moron. And that happens so many times in Marvel storylines. Oh, yeah. oh, like, yeah. It's a general who thinks he's doing the right thing because he's being manipulated into that situation. So I, I think that it's all kind of connected in that sense. It could be the fact that they're just doing the narrative of, yeah, the military are kind of dicks, which happens a lot in Marvel. So it could go either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good old yeah. Thunderbolt so, Ross. <laughs> yeah. So going back to a couple of moments, obviously when uh, the boys are sitting on the couch with Agatha mm. and Wiccan turns to her and says, you're quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I literally yeah. turned to my wife and said, motherfucker, there it is. It's definitely her. It's 100% Agatha. That's, yeah. that's when I knew for sure that the theories were right. So that's, you, that's uh, where I will say to you, Hebrew, on that one, you were right. Yeah, you turned to your wife and you said, damn it, Hebrew was right again. Fuck. Sure. Look at I, that. Th- I said I was, I was in shock, not because of what happened on the TV show, but for once, you were actually correct on a fact, right? No, no, mm-hmm. no, no, it was true. That's, so you, you but, called yeah. this one because I was of the, I definitely was one of the idiots that bought into the whole, ah, oh, damn it. You know, maybe she I mean, the whole scene really where Vision found her at the edge of, of town. Of yeah, they did a really convincing job of throwing people off, though. Like, I will say. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there's that moment. Uh, there's the whole guilt angle. We we'll talked about that. Then we get to the ad, which mm-hmm. is about the Nexus, mm-hmm. right? What do you guys think of the ad? Um, so I, I didn't know. Like, is like I, I thought it was just for like depression because she's depressed right now, and all of the trends of 
of what the commercials are about always are kind of a parallel to what's happening or her feelings during the show. So in this one, what was like Nexus the name about? Because I thought that that was a very particular name. Was that tied mm-hmm. to anything? You sure is, buddy. Do you know this one, H? Okay. No. The Nexus is the center of the multiverse. Oh, oh that's okay. right. Okay. And the theory is that is exactly where, at the end of this episode, Scarlet Witch walks into. Oh, you're calling a shot? 100%. Okay. That's the, that's the Nexus, or one of the entries into the Nexus. Like, I, yeah. I don't think that that's going to be... Uh, I can't see what else this is going to be. Like, it's not just some kind of, like, demonic sex dungeon, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then it turns into, uh, what is it, 40 Shades of Grey. What's that thing called? Yeah, 50 Shades of Grey, yeah. Uh, that was a trap. I knew you'd know it. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah, so Nexus is uh, the center of the, the multiverse. So basically from there, there are doors to pretty much any other reality that you could want, right? We'll yeah. come to that scene in a sec, but So that's what Nexus, it's called in the comic books? That's what it's called in the comic books, yeah. Okay. And right. uh, like Rooster's asking in chat, for example, is Wanda a Nexus being? She is associated with the Nexus many, many times. Her magic is associated with the Nexus many, many times in the uh, the source material. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. But in the in the advertisement, there's things like, you know, are you sure you're the center of the universe and things like that? Like, there's so many comments about. Like, that's it right there. That's literally mm-hmm. Nexus is the center point uh, to go into all the realities. So that's the theory at the moment, is that downstairs is the Nexus. Okay. Uh, now, also, while they're on that couch, when it cuts back to that, mm-hmm. uh, while he's holding it, do you remember the name of the rabbit? Uh, Mr. Scruffles or... Or sen- oh. Senor, Senor something. Senor Scratchy. Yeah. Senor Scratchy, that's right. Yeah. Does that ring any bells for you guys? N- not at all. You're not talking about Mr. Sinister, are you? No. Okay. I was like, Senor, Mr. So, I don't see how that matches up. In Go a ahead. lot of old literature, uh, and even I think in Constantine, for example, uh, they talk about some of the different names for the devil. Mr. Mm-hmm. Scratch, Old Scratch. You know, oh. Old Scratch is like in so many different things, all the way back to biblical, names for a demon or the devil, right? Now, in the comic books, Agatha's son is Nicholas Scratch, who becomes a very powerful villain wizard, uh, who is quite often the main villain fighting against the Fantastic Four. Ooh. Hmm. So what we're saying is that my other shot might be called here too. Well, there's a lot of people that are backing your play on that. I spent a lot of time online this week. There is a lot of people thinking that Reed Richards is still coming because we still there haven't we seen the astrophysicist. You know, no, yeah, one, exactly. no one knows that yet. So yeah. you may be right. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, Nicholas Scratch. So the question is, is it uh, Old Scratch, like Jack Scratch or Nick Scratch, which has also mm-hmm. been the names for the devil, a.k.a. Mephisto, uh, but it also has been Nicholas Scratch, which was the name of her son. So there is a theory that the rabbit could be one of those two. Now, there is also, and I haven't had a chance to go back to the other episodes, but there was one thing I noticed after that scene, super quick, um, that started to really chew my mind. And I should have done it about more than 20 minutes before this show because I want to follow this lead now. Mm -hmm. It's a rabbit and it's called Scratch, right? 
Mm -hmm. Right. When the Monica confrontation happens with Wanda, and we'll talk about her transformation in a sec, don't worry. Um, there is the interaction between the two. And then uh, you have Agatha lead Wanda away from mm -hmm. her. And it mm -hmm. quickly cuts to a delivery driver who has a picture of a rabbit on his hat and the word Presto as the logo for the company. Uh, oh, wow. Hmm. I right? didn't notice that at all. So I want to go back and see if there's any like little rabbit or animal cues all the way through. Because remember that there is the rabbit in the magic show as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like so now yeah. I'm like, I thought fuck, that was, have they have they had the like rabbit. I thought that this was the rabbit, rabbit popping up? Well, there you go. Thought, okay. Yeah, so yeah, she loaned him to her. Yeah, I don't know whether I'm reaching here, Senor Scratchy. Yeah. Uh, whenever she gave him it. That's right. That's yeah. right. So I just want to see if there is anything like in there uh, where perhaps every time you know there is like a random character that we might actually be seeing the real villain uh, right in front of us. It is a white rabbit, right? Oh, white it's a white rabbit. Uh, could it follow yeah. the white rabbit? Follow the white rabbit going down the Manhattan I mean, route, you think? Uh, could, could be. Could be a, a call over to it. I'm just saying. Well, doesn't Disney own Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now we're talking. This is how they're going to connect <laughs> all, all of them. It's all leading to Kingdom Hearts, just like we predicted. Exactly. exactly. Yep. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the Monica scene. So Monica uh, gets a custom delivered truck, which was amazingly coincidental considering she gave them what? A couple of hours notice to get that yeah. bad boy made. Uh, <laughs> I still don't understand how that happened, but sure. Um, I'm guessing it's supposed to be like radiation, you know, sealed, electromagnetic shielded, whatever it is. They think that they can drive this bad boy into it. Yeah. Uh, she hits the wall, doesn't go so hot. She bails out. And then all of a sudden she goes... I can get through this and runs immediately into the shield. And we basically see her kind of tearing apart into multiple yeah. different things, which I think mm -hmm. implies one of two things. Either there's something about time in the sense that it's going through like her entire like life flashing through her eyes type thing. So it's the different versions of her. Or it's like, you know, because she's crossing perhaps a dimensional kind of energy that's literally like different versions of Monica kind of, you know, bouncing off of one another. Um, either way, did you guys listen to the voices that were talking to her? Yeah, I was trying to. It was all like quotes about stuff with her and her mom and stuff like that, I think. Yeah. And two of the, actually three of them are direct lines cut straight out of Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, I remember okay. that. One of them, because I actually, I rewatched it this morning, but I was at my computer with my headphones turned way up. Mm -hmm. uh one of them is none other than nick fury saying Ooh. that uh telling her to glow like your aunt carol do you remember that line from uh that movie i, I don't remember it but um, yeah, yeah uh and then the very last voice is uh carol danvers herself basically saying your mom's lucky when they were handing out kids they gave her the toughest one that was yeah. the last thing that she hears before she goes whoop and then uh boosh her eyes glow blue and she can now literally see the dimensional energies that uh, Wanda is channeling all the way along the rift. So whenever her eyes go blue, she seems to be able to detect various energies. And that lines yep. up with uh, one of the versions of her character called Photon from the comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I think they made canon from Captain Marvel uh, was the call sign for her mom, Maria Rambo, was Photon. Nice. 
yeah okay so it's all kind of linking together so some of her powers were the ability to it actually says transform uh into any kind of energy radiation electricity whatever uh we're interested to see whether they keep that or it's just she can see it or manipulate it somehow so that's certainly echoed throughout this there Mm -hmm. was a confrontation between her and wanda on the front lawn and wanda says uh or she says you don't want to become the villain is what uh, monica says to her and she says Mm -hmm. maybe i already am yeah Mm-hmm. what do you think um uh, well i think that was just her knowing what the situation was with the outside which was once again what, what another reason why i was thinking that agatha played it out this way because she wanted her to kind of be backed into this corner where she realizes that she's kind of a villain on the outside now yeah um so i i think yeah there was that i also just want to say this was the other shot that i called where this was how she was going to get her powers so um well that wasn't too much of a stretch. i mean you two were surprised whenever i said it in the episode so maybe no we were surprised mm-hmm. by that wasn't what we were surprised by because we already knew that monica rambo is super powered in the mm-hmm. comic books no 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 what but we, I, I said what we were surprised at your shot that we were surprised at is that you were saying that this is anyone that is in that hex gets powers it becomes mutants and the mutants are actually going to be born from there. That's what we were shocked at. And we're like, you know what? That's actually a potentially good idea because that's that's hundred percent what's going to happen right. to her. That's also right. So too. she got her powers as a mutate, not a mutant. Because <laughs> a mutant is born with the gene. A mutate is where an external event rewrites their DNA to become superpowered. There's two very clear definitions in the comics about mutates versus mutants. For example, really? Spider-Man is a mutate. Mutate. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that they made that distinction. Oh, there's a big, like, <laughs> there's a big thing. You ever call someone in the nerd? So this is um, like pronouns? This is like pronouns in the Marvel Universe, basically? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they invented pronouns 20 years ago, bro. Get on board. <laughs> okay, well, um, anyways, yeah. So th- either way, like... Um, the fact that she got her powers i will say like they did a really good job like i don't know about you guys but i thought she looked super cool whenever she had the blue eyes and blue energy and stuff i thought that they did a good job with that um anyway so yeah aesthetically it looked cool um i don't know what ability like being able to see dimensional energy how like i assume that can be useful in ways i just haven't seen how yet but um cool abilities we saw her use her little like i guess whenever she was about to drop her on the ground she kind of caught herself superhero landing yeah the little superhero <laughs> landing with it with some blue energy it was kind of cool but yeah the confrontation with her um yeah i mean it, i think we so, all kind of knew that that one was coming as far as wanda saying maybe i'm already the villain i think you kind of started to see her feeling that maybe she could be like in the previous episode so when she's sitting mm-hmm. there talking to pietro Mm-hmm. And he's breaking it down for her, and he she looks at him and says, "Well, are you not you're okay with all this? Yeah, you and don't think what I'm doing is wrong. You don't think what I'm doing is wrong, especially after she had had that the previous confrontation with the sword agents outside the wall. Mm-hmm. And now things are starting to look like, well, hey, I just wanted to be here and be left alone, and now stuff's happening where it's looking like I'm the villain." And she's, you know, coming to grips with it, realizing that she is controlling all these people and wondering maybe that's bad. You know, (laughs) the whole kind of thing, like, I'm just I'm just here because I want to be away from everything and and have the life that I think I should have had with vision. And as a result, things are starting to happen. She might be questioning whether or not 
that is a good thing, despite all she may have been told previously by Agatha. Mm -hmm. So that's why when Monica says, you know, don't be the villain, she says, well, maybe I already am. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a weird take on this. So I don't think this is the case, but I, it did cross my mind at the time. Only because I know from the source material that Agatha, in many cases, is quite often trying to protect other witches, but especially Scarlet Witch, right? Mm -hmm. She has given Wanda throughout the series whatever she needed in a time of crisis to basically allow her to keep going, right? Mm -hmm. Wanda thinks she's the, vision, the villain. Literally a minute later, Agatha gives her a different villain. Mm -hmm. you're not the villain i am hmm. what if in a weird kind of way she is actually trying to help wanda Could maybe be, because because wanda is so distraught from so are you you're going all the way back to re rethinking that initial thing of her manipulating wanda to go get vision or are you saying like or are you saying like she manipulated Wanda to go get Vision to help her, to help Wanda? So I, I think, ultimately, I think she's a villain and I think she's acting for the dark side. Like I ultimately think this is all <laughs> to basically free Mephisto. But yeah. I think mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't think that she wants to bring any harm to her either. Like I think, yeah. that, again, I'm going to the source material. I mean, MCU could be willing to just say, no, no, she's a villain. But... Yeah villains are more complicated in the mcu every time yes. like they love putting layers and layers and layers on their villains yeah um especially like you know I, I can see a scene where you know everything blows up next mephisto is freed or whatever it is or powered up whatever it is is their end game here and then basically goes to murder you know scarlet witch and she's just like whoa, 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 this is not what we talked about. You said when this was done that she could come mm -hmm. with me. You know, something like that. I think it yeah. could go either way. She's either going to go full dark side, but I would not be surprised for a second if there was another layer to this with her. Because, I mean, how many times has she flipped and flopped? She's the villain, she's not. She's the villain, she's not. With all the things they've thrown at us this entire time, well, what if both are true? What if she's, you know, she's villainous, but she actually has some kind of a noble, in a weird, fucked up way, goal? you know yeah. yeah i could i could see potentially her like definitely going along with the plan like she's she's obviously in the wrong she's evil she if if it works out the way i think she's going to be helping mephisto come back somehow um but at the same time i could kind of see a situation where like mephisto's about to do something to scarlet witch and then agatha steps in to be like hey no we said that she was off limits or something like that i could mm -hmm. see yeah. maybe something like that happening yeah yeah i just don't uh, know, you know maybe material it's... enough to know the relationship is the only issue yeah exactly that's it and then of course we get to the big reveals that mm -hmm. uh she comes inside the house with agatha or agnes at the time uh mm -hmm. which i still think that name is brilliant by the way agnes yeah yeah mm -hmm. yep you guys know why obviously no yeah, I, I it's mean, it, agatha it's harkness just... right or something like that yeah if you abbreviate it so ag for Ag agatha and yeah. Ness is in the end of Harkness. Like, it's been in front mm -hmm. of us the entire time. Right, we're, mm -hmm. we're all morons. So <laughs> I called it, so I'm not. I'm well, out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah goes going. inside, and then she basically says, hey, uh, where are the boys? Who have obviously stopped mid-eating and disappeared, theoretically. And she says, oh, they're probably in the basement. And then she walks down a very ominous staircase that has vines and shit all over it. 
still yeah. calling out to the boys like they're going to be fine. Like it's a weird choice. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, this is obviously not going to go well. <laughs> now she walks down the bottom of a stairwell and as it opens up, uh, it goes into a room. On the back right-hand side, you have uh, what looks like sort of a you know, a demonic skull or a goat's yeah. head, uh, very commonly associated with the devil on the right-hand side. Yeah. A very strange symbol up on the top left. And as mm -hmm. the camera pans around even further, we see uh, another symbol, implying that there's kind of these either tunnels or doors uh, that have these symbols above them, right? We don't mm -hmm. necessarily know what they are yet, uh, but there's hints very strongly that she's stepping into the Nexus. Then the camera pans and we see a book mm -hmm. in the middle yep. of the room that seems to be emanating some kind of crazy amount of power, right? What do we think the book is? I figured that this was comic book shit that I just did not know. So yeah. I figured, obviously, it's very important, but I just don't know what it is. It's some kind of witch book, I assume. <laughs> Devil book, <laughs> something like that, that I knew everyone in the comic world was screaming Somebody, I think, uh, I can't remember exactly who, I think somebody in chat mentioned uh, the connection to the book in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Correct. Well, maybe. We don't know. So yeah. uh, in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, they had one of the most powerful uh, objects in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is the Darkhold, where basically from that, uh, most of the magical energies in the universes come from, right? The Darkhold okay. is basically all the secrets of the universe, uh, unlimited information and power come from that book and anyone that holds it and can read the information from it, but very few beings can actually control it. So it's like a uh, magic infinity stone. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the magic version, yeah. Yeah, that's what so I mean. <laughs> it featured very heavily for a couple of seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I went back and forward between quite a few different players. And the last time I believe that we saw that book, Hebrew, was when Ghost Rider took it with him to hell. Ooh. Oh, well, I didn't. I only saw clips of Ghost Rider that I went down mm. a rabbit hole for because he looked so terrible. So I didn't mm. I didn't get to see that. But I know uh, you like Ghost Rider, though. So there is a I Ghost do, Rider. I do really like Ghost Rider. So we're teasing that Ghost Rider is now like either might be coming or he's definitely like validated that he's going to be coming at some point. Well, we don't know. So that's the thing. So you have to assume a lot of things. One is that they're going to keep everything from the MCU as canon, right? Mm -hmm. And two, that this is the Darkhold. I mean, the mm -hmm. version that you saw in the MCU looked different and literally had the word Darkhold written on the front because of course <laughs> you would write on an ancient powerful text that exactly is older than mankind. Is. You would write the name of it in English on the front, right? Like it's some kind of high school scrapbook. But oh, anyway. Course, yeah. <laughs> so like it could be the same thing. It obviously has, you know, its original look or whatever. Um, but doing a bit of nerd scouring, there is another druidic book that in the comics, uh, Captain America actually found and gave it to, I can't remember if he gave it to Scarlet Witch or whether he gave it to Agatha. Cause at that time, Agatha was Scarlet Witch's teacher in the comics. Yeah. And that that book was also from the original source, which was from one of the elder gods. He created the Darkhold and in the comics, this dark, uh, druidic book. Um, I think it's called like Ch Chathon. I never know how they do these names. Like C T H O N is the Chathon. older ancient Oops. god Chathon. in uh, in the MCU. Uh, sorry, in the comic books, I should say. So it could be that book as well, uh, which was used, I believe, to be able to transport back and forward from hell. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So who so, was it? Yeah. I was say who was it that gives um, Ghost Rider his powers? Who is That's that? That's directly from the devil, I think. 
great. I can't remember if it is Mephisto, but it's definitely like sourced from hell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to figure out who it was because I thought it was named who gives. Well, the Ghost Rider is like it's an actual being. Like yeah. it's literally yeah. a possession. Like in many yeah. cases, you know, the Ghost Rider, whoever that is, they don't necessarily get to pick and choose what happens because there's been multiple okay. times that you know they kill someone they love because the Ghost Rider saw them as guilty. Got and it. just takes over and just goes, look into my eyes. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. My understanding is that he's like an agent of hell, basically. Like direct agent of hell. Okay. Yeah. And vengeance. That's, that's 100%. Vengeance. Is that, yeah. Is that basically, yeah. yeah. Right. The yeah. sinners that are up there is the idea is to take him down to hell, which obviously mm-hmm. works in the benefits of uh, the devil because, you know, it gains power through souls, theoretically, depending on, you know, which law we're going with here. Uh, but, yeah. So is Agatha kind of like a Catwoman in like how she is like kind of on she's kind of sometimes on the bad side sometimes on the good side or yeah. is she mostly bad yeah she has so her she own is agenda. the wife of mephisto right and they and they have a kid together which is uh nicholas scratch she's, right she's so, the actual wife of mephisto correct oh well then then I, I feel like that gives yeah for sure even more credence than i mean obviously you guys already knew that but i mm-hmm. in in my mind that's obviously even more credence now that uh that yeah, that's why. The, yeah, the... but I mean, look at look at Star Lord, uh, Mum versus Dad. I mean, just because they were married doesn't necessarily mean they had the same goal. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh you know... yeah, no, I'm not I'm not saying that like they can't have. I mean, like, look at like, Greek mythology and shit like that. I mean, who they were married to didn't fucking matter at all. They were against <laughs> each other all the time, basically. Exactly. So, yeah, I I could easily see that happening um, in this situation, but um, yeah, just putting the puzzle pieces together. Uh, and the, the connections with the comic that makes sense but yeah i, I mean um I, I don't know if it's the dark old or not but uh it looks like a powerful fucking book that i'd imagine is demonic so it sure does so yeah, <laughs> yeah. we don't know which book it is um uh, but yeah at that point she obviously does the whole i'm the real villain of the story goes back and shows the little flashes as to the things that she was responsible for mm-hmm. and really the big takeaway is that she is the is one that summoned singer. pietro yeah <laughs> i yeah i left her song whenever agatha all along that was i've had a lot of people say they can't get that out of their head yeah <laughs> i it's still in my head and i love every second of it but um there you go. yeah so i think that he is i think that he's real like he's not just like some like uh false creation or like someone going around pretending to be him i think that it actually is him and i think that he is going to end up helping her um helping uh monica as well hey here's a thought Mm -hmm. i was just thinking so she so agatha brings pietro back from the dead well i think he grabbed her from the the thing is that like constantly throughout this like especially this episode everyone said it is not her brother and they're 100 percent right but mm-hmm. the question is, is it Mephisto or some kind of nefarious being? Because even Nightmare was thrown into the mix a few times because the word Nightmare has mm-hmm. been used quite a few times throughout the series. That yeah. the big villain could actually be Nightmare, not Mephisto, which would explain the whole TV series thing as well, right? Um, that they're all kind of in this waking nightmare. But, um, you know, it could actually be a different Quicksilver. Yeah, I think that, th- that this actually is... Um, the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe and that she pulled him in to kind of, you know, 
try to do this whole scenario that ended up working out to like as a distraction basically i'm not sure if at the time she also kind of was mind controlling him as well but i do think that it's really him and i do think that it's really him from that universe um and yeah i think that either now he he might still be working for her or like under her control and he's kind of guarding the area as we see at the end or i think that personally i think that he's actually about to help monica so yeah i'm hoping that's the case because otherwise this is just literally the giant red herring that they just conveniently cast the same actor who played quicksilver mm-hmm. in the exactly. other movie that would be I, I so like, terrible yeah i don't I like know. the way that that would work out otherwise, it'd be a basically. huge dick move so i kind of yeah. think that this is him and, and the fact that you know if that is the nexus which i 100 percent think it is like all she has to do is basically snap open a door with her fingers and then exactly, you know yeah. just pulls pietro out of the right universe and then if, if she looks at him, DNA speaking, it's her brother, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's the same guy, but it's not mm-hmm. her brother at the same time. So everything can kind of still add up. Well, what um, if, I mean, yeah. it, it just, it's too, too easy of an opening for the multiverse X-Men pull in as well. So it'd be dumb of them to not go down that rabbit hole. Sorry, 100%. But, but what if she pulled the wrong one on purpose just to, just to kind of throw Wanda off? Well, I think she couldn't pull the one that she wanted, which was the dead one. Yeah. So she's gone to like the closest revive. thing, the next door over. So it's like, well, where that, is the nearest Pietro right now? Well, yeah. that's the well, that's the thing. Like when Wanda sees him dead, she sees him dead. She also sees Vision's dead body. That's why I was saying like she, you know, um, Agatha pulled Pietro from the dead, brought him back from the dead. Maybe she's the one who kind of brought Vision back. I don't know how that holds up. Well, bear in mind as well that we also know that Agatha is making Wanda see things that aren't real in the form of the TV show, right? Mm -hmm. Well, at least that's my theory. So her making them think that she's seeing dead people is not a leap. That's actually, those two moments is why a lot of people think that it's Nightmare, not Mephisto. Because, Mm -hmm. like, literally just manipulating to make her think that they're both dead. Because both of those things are designed to make Wanda feel guilt and remind her of the loss that she's had. She's lost Pietro. She's lost Vision, you know, twice in like a day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She had to watch him die twice. Like that was mm-hmm. really hit home again in the commentary with Vision when he was in the truck and when he was, um, you know, in the chair doing his little interview type thing. So yeah. 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 yeah it's all there. It's all designed to really feed her guilt. You know, the question that yeah. Agatha asked from Mother Director's chair, are you sure this is not what you deserve? You know, or do you think this is what you deserve? You know, everything is designed on making her feel these deep emotions. Cause I'm guessing at the moment, cause she can't control her powers properly. Everything is driven by her rage and her grief. I mean, look at that scene with Thanos in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like she taps into that rage and just oh, was going to fuck him up if it wasn't for the, uh, the ship above them yeah 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 although bearded rooster brings up the fact that um doesn't agatha tell the kids that uh pietro's not their uncle yeah well i mentioned that before is that even if it is quicksilver from the fox universe that's still true it's not their uncle it's not it's not the same pietro it's a pietro it's not (laughs) their pietro (laughs) yeah so i i agree i mean i'm I'm of the same mind um agatha is definitely um you know, manipulating Wanda to a huge degree here. And uh, yeah, I, I do think that it is the X-Men um, Quicksilver. And I think he's going to be here to stay now. So, yeah, because that cut right at the end in the first sort of mid credit scene that we've seen since the series started, uh, where basically it pops up and phew, Quicksilver comes out of nowhere while Monica is looking down into the basement. 
seeing those ley lines, if you will, of energy going through the vines. And he says, Snoop is going to snoop. See, just the way yeah. that he says that, I think it could go either way. It could be the main villain disguised as Pietro, or it could be the Fox Universe Pietro. Um, well, two things could be happening there as well on the positive side, is that one, he could be generally trying to help through the lens of who he thinks he is, or we've already seen that Wanda was basically losing control during this entire episode, meaning that perhaps her powers over him uh, is starting to fade as well. So he might actually be starting to realize who he is too. And then obviously Vision's about to drop in any microsecond. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, since I I think that he still has, like, he knows that she shouldn't be looking in there kind of thing. I feel like he's still, he's still in the know. So he knows about, like, what's really up to some degree. Uh, I don't know how deep that is or, or who exactly is in control of him specifically, if it's Agatha or if it's still this kind of leftover um, hold uh, because of Wanda. But yeah, like like I said earlier, like I, I do think that he's going to end up helping. Um, Will yeah, I mean, there's so much evidence to the contrary too there, right? Because he knows <laughs> yeah. a lot. He knows a lot. Like he knows a yeah. lot about what's going on. And the, the question is, why does he know so much? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you're 100% right. Like, I could see it. I think there's more evidence showing that it, it's going to go the way that you just mentioned, that it's not going to go their way and that he, he could be bad and or just a like an incarnation of Mephisto. I think there's more evidence that way now. But I still, you know, hold on to what the theory is in my mind. So, yeah. Real quick, when in the episode when he, like the Halloween episode, and Wanda is kind of quizzing Pietro on their growing up, and he's having a different memory. Yeah, he's talking about memories co- from the other universe. Yeah, exactly. So, like, how does all that fit into this? And you know, if yeah, Agatha is pulling the this Pietro because she's just looking. Maybe maybe that supports it. She's just looking for one, and it just so happens that you know they did still grow up in mm-hmm. you know Sokovia or whatever. So it's entirely possible that yeah, she pulled the wrong one and he's just, you know, reliving or remembering the stuff that she doesn't quite remember the same way, but is similar. I don't know. I, it's going to go like one of those two ways or it could be both, you know? I mean, it, it, it's so much evidence on both sides and that's why, you know, Agatha was in the same boat up until this point. It could have been Agatha. It could have been she's a villain. Could be she's a good guy up until this moment. And then now mm-hmm. there's still, it could go either way if you know the source material. So mm-hmm. those yeah. two characters are going to be incredibly interesting to see what happens next yeah. as we, have, we head into these last two episodes. Yeah, which better be one hour long, like was rumored. <laughs> I tell you what. Fucking Each episode better be an hour. Well, what if the last one is a half hour and then the final one is a full movie? I mean, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think this storyline's getting wrapped up or even close to it. I think we're going to be left on the greatest fucking cliffhanger in Marvel history. (laughs) I think we're going to know who the players are at the end of this. um, But I don't, yeah, I don't think it's all going to be resolved at the end of it. Infinity War wasn't the greatest cliffhanger. I mean, come Uh, on, man. It was pretty big. I mean, (laughs) I mean, that was an ending in a way. Like, you you know, you saw the the conclusion of the Infinity War. Yeah, well... I, and I guess if you look at it from the perspective of it was Thanos' movie, he did what he yeah. needed to do. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah, well, the Infinity Stone saga was, you know, Thanos' journey. And, yeah. you know, I think 
it's like rumored so many times that we're about to see a continuation of Thanos' storyline, probably in the Eternals. Like we're going to see like a younger Thanos interacting with the Eternals as well. So I really mm. hope so because I still like Thanos. I mean, the yeah. asshole one that we got in uh, the um, which we call Endgame. Mm-hmm. He was like the asshole version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was worse. I like the original one a lot more um, from the original timeline. Wait, what do you mean? The what was what was different? What was different about him? Well, he was he was a lot more. He was just a lot more of an asshole. Uh, the original, or I'm sorry, the second one that we got. Oh, oh, yeah. The original okay. one. He was more like empathetic to the situation. At the end of the um, the the second one, like he was just like, you know, I'm gonna fucking crush Earth, and I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I well, I think by the time you get to, because what when the the one in Infinity War that's twenty, what year is that in the MCU? Which part in Infinity War? What year are they in? Is it 2017? 2018? Twenty seventeen? Twenty twenty eighteen? like when they're actually fighting. With the snap yeah. happens in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So that means that when they go back and then the thanos they fight who then comes back that's 2012 yeah something like that uh because he's from what uh, guardians yeah 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 whenever that released that year yeah yeah i think yeah because i think he's from 2012 so it would make sense that he's more Mm -hmm. ruthless at that point because when you finally catch up also irrelevant to this conversation yeah 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 very true (laughs) you want to know how easy it is to go down a marvel like rabbit hole here 100 percent. it's marvel your scratchy rabbit hole like yeah i mean (laughs) so let's go down the rabbit hole what else is happening and where we go from here what do you think is is uh what's happening right now that we haven't spoken about or what's about to happen do you think okay so this is this is prediction time um Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for me, I think that what's going to happen is she's going to, you know, kind of unveil uh, unveil a little bit of her plan, and I don't think the kids are dead yet. They've just been taken. Oh, it's going to happen prob- in front of her for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that they would have gotten rid of them off scene because that that's just like a waste of like good emotional conflict right there. So. I definitely think that they're like kind of set up for like a ritual of some kind, like being held hostage in some kind of, you know, like held chained down for a ritual in some room that they're going to end up going to now that she's kind of, I guess, under her control. They didn't really show exactly what happened, but I assume that she's to some degree now under like Agatha's control. And um, so that's going to happen. Mephisto's going to reveal himself. They're going to be like, yeah, this is Ralph. And uh, then, yeah, I guess someone's going to come in. I think that Reed Richards is going to end up coming in um, somehow. And something's going to happen there. I know I'm being vague, but it's because I just don't know the parts yet. But I think I think Reed Richards is going to be involved. Um, they're going to be kind of like looking in from the outside. And he's not going to actually come into the bubble. Um, I think Darcy and Vision, they're going to end up coming over um, to try to ultimately help wanda and they're all going to kind of team up against agatha and ralph and then shit's going to go down nothing's going to go particularly anyone's way and then she's going to end up having to walk into the nexus multiverse Mm -hmm. madness boom 
Okay. Hmm. Hooch? I'm terrible at these things because I don't speculate as much. I right. kind of absorb and listen and then and then wait to see. Um, but I, based on what we were talking about, I, I, I with the Nexus, I do think uh, Strange is on the table now. Uh, he's he's definitely in play, especially when we're going to lead into uh, her having a huge part in uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we still have that rumor of a very big uh, cameo that we haven't seen yet, correct? Well, there's kind of two things happening at once. Is the one is obviously who is the astrophysicist is number one, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm gonna laugh if it ends up being that guy that like gets nude in Thor uh, Ragnarok. Remember the was it oh, Ragnarok? Oh, that the old dude? Uh, teacher guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna laugh so hard. He was in. He was in the original Thor. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm gonna laugh so hard when he walks in and Hebrew goes fuck. Well, that's not Reed Richards. Such a huge <laughs> letdown if they do. That, I know. <laughs> I'll be happy to see him again. And then twice as happy if you're wrong. Twice as happy if you're wrong. And then there's this whole Paul Bettany interview from late January, which people are obsessed over at the moment. So he gave an interview basically saying that um, he's so happy that we're this close to the end and so much hasn't been spoiled yet. And he said that like uh, there's a big reveal coming and he confirmed a couple of days ago that uh, it is like all the reveals we've had so far, everyone thought the Pietro one would be the big one, mm-hmm. uh, saying that's not it. Then they're saying that uh, he said in this interview that he had the opportunity to work with a, an actor that he has admired for a very long time that he's always wanted to work with. And the scenes they do together are phenomenal and bring nothing but fireworks. Did I leave anything out of that interview? Let me have a quick read. Mm. Uh, Toby McGuire says oh god <laughs> so many things got leaked but there's this thing that's been completely under wraps that happens I work with this actor that I've always wanted to work with and we have fireworks together the scenes are great and I think people are going to be really excited I've always wanted to work with this guy and the scenes are pretty intense um, I think people's minds are going to explode you can expect those two worlds the sitcom world and the real world to have more conflict I don't want to give too much away about the future episodes, but I will tell you this. There was more special effects requirements for our TV show than there were for Avengers Endgame. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, the budget for this thing is gigantic, and so far they haven't used a lot of it, so I'm not surprised by, like, there's going to be, like, they have so much budget left, so I knew, I know that the end is going to be insane. Yeah, so a lot of people have been suggesting, I think it was even like Vanity Fair or some outlet or Variety it might have even been, is leaking that they've got an insider that claims it is uh, either Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, which I can't see it. Uh, only because if you're signing up as Mephisto or whoever this you know massive character is, you're not signing up for one episode of TV. Like you're signing up for at least what three to four years minimum of being <laughs> nothing but this, and that is why I think it is like if it's to be one of those two, I could see Al Pacino doing it. I could not see Robert De Niro doing it. Well, as someone who is a massive fan of the movie Devil's Advocate, which is the last time we saw Al Pacino play the devil, yeah, yeah, done. I'm on board. So as I've long never, as he's still got that, that fire and that spark. 
you need to see that movie. The book is yeah. better, but you need I was to also, see the movie. I was also just informed from chat that um, Keanu Reeves is in it. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to take out my lube and watch this movie tonight. So. Oh, and The Devil's Advocate? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, Keanu, Keanu, though, and, he, he plays a lawyer. Charlize Theron <laughs> is in it. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> going to need all the tools I mentioned. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, so there's but that. Now, now, I, I could see Al Pacino doing it. Yeah. Now, the internet, of course, is doing what the internet does. And Twitter is just lit up after this interview has been doing the rounds, saying that uh, the actors that he might be referring to could actually be uh, Patrick Stewart or uh, what's Gandalf's real name? Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Oh, damn. Those make more sense, I guess, because they they're already involved in the series to some degree and X-Men style. So connecting those dots would make sense i suppose narratively hey um, so the okay hold on what was the actual definition of the the person that uh you know what never mind this has no hold this 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 idea has no weight whatsoever so forget about it just live with some what <laughs> i thought i what talked myself out it. of it as i was thinking it through what's yeah. that it doesn't have to be well, real I, it I, must be I what was you wondering... wanted to see i was wondering what the actual uh, term for the uh, engineer or whatever that Monica re- referenced. I thought, I, I didn't know, she, I, did she say engineer? Did she say, um, oh God, what was it that she, what was it she said? Say it one more time. Anyway, something, it, it, it was something relating to metal. I believe that. So I think you can, go, you can figure out where I'm going. Who was now. talking about metal? <laughs> uh, Monica, when she was saying that she needed the drone. Oh, okay. I don't recall. Back, no. back, you might well, be might be episodes ago. Episodes yeah. ago. And that's what I said. I talked myself out of it, but you jerks wouldn't want me to keep going. We just wanted to make sure that you knew that you were wrong. And, <laughs> yeah, all over the place. We talked about what this already. Like, we're all gonna be wrong at some point for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Here's, oh Jesus! <laughs> so here's the question: Why do they have to be where they are? It's because the nexus is there, right? We pretty mm-hmm. much think that's the case. Assume, this is why yeah, they have to be in Westview. Mm-hmm. Or yes. at least this yeah. is a doorway to the Nexus. One of those two is the big running theory at the moment. Yeah. And it's almost directly under yeah. some, a, that A tunnel house. of some kind. Yeah. Let's go back yeah, a little bit. a tunnel bit. of some kind is connected there. They've made a pretty okay. big deal about pointing out one fact earlier in the series. Is that the hex that? not only goes outwards, but it also goes yep. down. Yep. What if right now Wanda isn't just rewriting the reality of that Earth, but is actually rewriting the reality of any world currently connected to the Nexus? Hmm. What what are you thinking that would set up or do? Oh, I'm thinking that she's accidentally tearing the fabric of the multiverse right now by just basically rewriting this and if the doors of the Nexus are quote unquote open. What if that energy is bleeding through and literally all over the multiverse right now, they are like watching WandaVision and there is like a bleed effect that is rewriting areas around like Nexus injury points in every known world in the Marvel Universe. I mean, that would be interesting. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm not sure... I don't think that that would be the case. I don't know. Cause I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's actually fucking up 
the multiverse inside of there. Like I know that mm-hmm. that somehow they grabbed someone from the multiverse, but I think that's more like she was in control of that by taking them out through the tunnel. I, it seems like they're trying to use the energy to at least alter one universe, though. And that's wherever wherever yeah. Mephisto is, I think. I don't think so much what I used to think that he's buried there. I think it's more so that there's like a doorway to hell that requires energy to open it. And I think the energy is now in the two boys. Yeah, could be. I also want to mention something. I, are we on conclusion on that point? Or, Hooch, do you have anything more to say on that, Chu? Hmm. So I do want to ask a question that will probably lead us off this. Okay. Um, so there was, uh, this literally just popped into my head, but there was mention earlier of um, Vision was like, why are there no other children around? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the very next episode, there was all of those kids during the Halloween Mm -hmm. time, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And then on the on the radio, um, whenever the whole pour in the milk scene thing happened, mm-hmm. the guy had mentioned something about all you little ghosts, like referring to the children yesterday from from Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like the this might be a stretch, but I'm wondering if she killed all the children that were in the hex. Aaron, isn't there a conversation? There? Isn't there a conversation in the uh, Halloween episode? I can't remember if it's with her and Pietro or her and Vision, where a comment actually comes up about, like, you know, do you feel something about, like, you know, keeping these kids away this whole time? Like, there's a clear comment about, well, like, they? letting the kids out to play in that episode. I'm pretty sure. I need to go back and watch it maybe that maybe that is the case and and yeah i'm i'm wrong but um yeah that maybe that that is it who knows because I, I just thought it was weird like I, I was just thinking about the milk scene that you talked about earlier and i was remembering that, the that was kids. what they said over the radio mm-hmm. but yeah well yeah and the missing kids too uh so yeah i don't know well we'll see but that is uh that's a curious one right there <laughs> this is so many different <laughs> possibilities yeah they put on like so many like like lines of theory that could yeah. you know possibly be the case and mm-hmm. it's hard to know which ones they're actually picking up so many well let's let's shoot our shots individually all right okay so number one is pietro good guy or bad guy good guy i want to say bad guy okay i'm gonna go good guy is agatha i mean yes she's villainous but at the end of the day, are we going to see her take a hero turn, like do something heroic, or is she going to stay villainous to the end? I say, I say you get the heroic turn. There, I think you got a shade of gray in there. Yeah. I, I think that she's she's villain to the end, but she might do a quick little turn just to try to save Scarlet. Um, but she's not going to be a hero because of it, because she's still doing bad yeah. shit. Her, inten- her intentions <laughs> yeah. won't be good. They'll be old, they'll be selfish. But right, 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 be- right. right. Might throw, lifeline, might throw a lifeline to Scarlet, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think she'll do the heroic turn trying to do something to protect Wanda. Something's going to happen where whatever she thinks is going to happen, it's going to go much further than that. And then gotcha. she's going to, yeah, go back okay, yeah, to so, trying to help Wanda. Okay, yeah, we're on the, the same kind of line then, potential. I think so. Uh, the cameos. So there's two, we think. Well, maybe it's the one. We don't know. With yeah. this whole, you know, maybe the astrophysicist is the secret actor i don't think so i think there's two reveals coming yeah 
What do you guys okay. think? One or two coming? Two. Mm, I we, we all know that you're going to say Krasinski is astrophysicist. <laughs> yep, that's the case. He's not even confirmed uh, as Reed Richards. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like he's, he's not Reed even Richards. like officially cast. He's Reed Richards. He's he's oh, Reed Richards. How, he should wh- be. Where did you get that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Reed yeah. Richards. He's Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I will say after, if they put him in as Reed Richards in this series after doing the office intro to this episode, I mean, well played. Oh my God. Boom. Yes. Right in front of you the whole time. <laughs> like if, it had, if they had introduced him at the end of this episode, that'd be perfection. Just like, well, we did an office intro. What did you expect, Dix? You know? Mm. That'd have been amazing. That would they be filmed, absolutely yeah. beautiful. Because filming the, filming the actual show, I'm just trying to think, how many other shows have... Do you want to change your answer on that one now, Hooch? No, 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 no. I'm not giving it credit. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. I'm just not giving it credit. Mm-hmm. You know, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. There you go. Doesn't exist in my That's mind. Right. Um, I, I, with the other eras, they were shows that opened with one set of credit style, but mm-hmm. the show was actually kind of like gave homage to maybe a different show so i mean that they that kind of stays consistent i like how this was supposed to be a one word answer i know i <laughs> yeah. know i I'm, I'm avoiding the question if you haven't noticed so where that, is yeah, this I'm analysis going are I you know. suggesting it's... that this is going to end up that they'll take a portal and end up in mortal kombat annihilation because that's yes. where it seems like it's going <laughs> absolutely to right, no, okay. i i i think though i i hope there are two more reveals if not more than that mm-hmm. um, i think just two I was disappointed. I think just one. I think the astrophysicist is a red herring. Yeah. Fuck, I fuck will. you. Remember I think how I wanted to be Reed so badly, right? Well, but we I have a feeling they're fucking with it. I reckon it's going to be Helvig or whatever his name is. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to walk in. Everyone's going to go, motherfucker. That's it. Don't fucking oh, do this. That guy's going to be like the most upset actor if it's true. Because everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm so disappointed it's him. Yeah. And I'll be like the one guy going, yay. <laughs> Um, no, the was say, I was disappointed because the person who was supposed to help uh, Monica get back into the hex, I thought they were leading for that to be some big thing, and it wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's well, why that what person now is going to yeah. try and get her out of the hex, right? If yeah, that person exactly. even is even is going to be a thing, right? I mean, they, she yeah. mentioned them twice early. Like, I know someone that could fix this. Did she actually say she's going to call that person? Because at the moment, she called someone for a favor. Everyone expected mm-hmm. the astrophysicist to show up. And it was just like some chick from Army Depot with a fucking uh, Mars rover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whose name, by the way, when I ran through Google, is comes up as nothing, by the way. Goodner uh, was her name from the episode. Oh, okay. So that seems yeah. like a nothing burger. Yeah. That whole scene was kind of dumb in my mind anyways. Yeah, it kind of was. Driving the tank? Yeah. Get it, getting the tank and driving it through and then ultimately being like, okay, this tank's stupid and I didn't even need it anyways. I'm going to run through <laughs> Right. That, that just okay. Kind of I mean, we all knew she was going through a third time because they told her not oh, to. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> it was just like definitely don't go in there. It's going to give you superpowers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think if any of us heard that, we'd be like, "All right, so quickest path to the hex is where?" Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like if you went to a zoo and they just said, "This is our range of radioactive spiders." You'd be like breaking the glass, just going fucking <laughs> yeah, bite get me. me the fuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. For sure. Next so look, next I think, uh, yeah, so what else is out there? So what is the, what's the end game here? Why has Agatha done all of this? To help Mephisto for some particular reason, 
um, by releasing him. Like some reason to help her by mm-hmm. releasing him. Uh, you know what? Actually, I think I hate to say this, but I actually think I agree with Hebrew on this. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you want to be on the winning side for once? Oh, okay. Jesus Christ! Oh, snap! <laughs> uh, I think it's to bust him out of hell. I think they're gonna they're gonna bring hell into this uh, universe, and I think that that there's a lot of possibilities um, that you can stem from that. Because uh, yeah, wouldn't it be amazing if like the big cameo was Ghost Rider coming in off the back of Mephisto in like the I end mean, credit scene of the series, going, "I'm here to help." <laughs> And, and it's Nicolas Cage. And it's Nicolas yes. Cage. <laughs> I'd fucking blow my load if that happened, honestly. Yeah. I'd like to help you guys, but need to deal with some fucking rockets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It better not be him. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it would be Ghost Rider in this, but I do think that she's trying to bust him out of hell. Uh, originally, yeah. I thought he'd been destroyed, uh, but now I think it's more so he's been locked up. And I think that... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the boys are about to take a, take a journey. Um, how's that going to go down, do you think? Is it going to be something like... How, well, here's a question. Well, here's multiple questions. First of all, did you think that like 20 years ago we're about to say, oh yeah, Disney's got a show where a woman has to watch her children die in front of her was going to be a thing, number one. Yeah. Mm-mm. Number two, how's uh, it going to go down? Yeah, is so from- she going to be uh, there and can't do anything about it? Or is it going to be something mega fucked up? that she's going to be given a choice that she can either keep the kids or vision can stay alive. Oh, Jesus. I like that line of thinking, but I don't think that vision will cut it. Otherwise they would have already done something. So I'm going to go ahead and say that the kids are, because I don't think Disney would kill kids. I'm going to go ahead and say that the kids powers are like, what you think they're like they're like absorbed so you think that now that they're powerless they're going to get them back later on somehow for reasons um but i think that they're going to be like you know the life is going to be sucked out of them and they're going to be on the brink of death and you're going to be not sure if they're alive or not or or it looks like they're probably dead but they're not actually dead i think that's going to go down like that Mm -hmm. well i think you can kill the kids if they set it up beforehand that they're not real hmm yeah like because she's manifested them out of nothing right so what if they're saying that they're just beings of pure magic they're not real kids that's how you do a disney setup of we're gonna kill some kids (laughs) but we gotta make people not feel too bad about it okay yeah like that's that's the move right (laughs) they're not real kids i don't know i don't i still don't think they'd do it so i don't know i don't think disney's got the balls prove me wrong what I don't uh, think Disney's got the fucking... Now, here's one thing. We spent way too much time with uh, Hebrew Hooch in that this whole time we're all about what's Agatha going to do, what's Mephisto going to do, what's Scarlet Witch going to do. The whole time we've forgotten that Vision's there somewhere, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What What is Vision actually going to do? You have to think that Vision's going to be having to do something big at the end of all of this. And the fact that he's been going around town for the last week, just poking people's heads to use his energy to like break them out of things. That's, that's, yeah. that's coming towards something. But the mm-hmm. question is what, what is, what does vision's role play out to be at the end of this? I, I think he's dead again at the end of all of this. I think vision is the one that brings Wanda to her senses. Yeah, well, that's definitely gonna be the case. Yeah, I mean, well, you, I mean, you asked. Because of like, their love. Their yes, love, bro. exactly. We're going to get back to that part like in Infinity War where she realizes that no matter what she does, he's gone. 
Oh, now he has to kill her. Oh, tragic irony. I don't know. No, it's not going to be that. Better be amazing. I I think he's going to end up kind of, yeah, having to bring her to her senses by doing that in some kind of sacrificial way. Yeah. You have to let me go, Wanda. He Mm -hmm. looks like he's gone, but he's going to come back. At some point in the future, he will be coming back. I don't think they're going to write him off forever. Yeah, okay. What is dead can ever die? This is Marvel. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. See, if Tony was still alive, he would have put an arc reactor in Vision's chest and brought him back by now. Yeah. (laughs) The one he made in a cave. (laughs) In a cage. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, What's your take on it? On which part? What do I think is going to happen? Yeah. I think that, yeah, the hex is definitely going to get shut down. And it's going to be that moment where Wanda once again is going to have to sacrifice Vision to get it. I think that's... It's definitely going to be how it comes down. Um, but I also think whatever whatever it is is going to be too late. Like, it's to stop it from escalating, but obviously the bad shit has already happened. And is there any repercussions of doing that? Like, you know, if she shuts down the hex at a particular time, there has to be, you know, another cost. That yes, she's going to release all the people that she's kept trapped on this world, but what has she already done? And it's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, letting Mephisto out. So what's going to be the semi-victory? I think that, Agatha is going down one way or another. I think she's the villain that gets defeated in this. Uh, I don't think she lives past uh, one division. Hmm. Yeah, I disagree with that one. Disagree? <laughs> yeah. You, you think, think Agatha's going to continue on? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's too much but of a cool character. She is a cool character. I mean, I hope she hangs around, but I, I feel want, like I she's going to die song. with regrets. I didn't know... Uh, I should have sang my theme song one more time before yeah. I died. Uh, I imagine that's her last words. It was Agatha all along. Just sings exactly. it as she takes her last breath. Oh, that's an ending. I could live with it. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. So then here's the question. Why did no, they they're going use... to do, do that Marvel trailer thing where they really slow down that song and play it hauntingly in the, oh, a yeah. minor key? Oh. Yeah. It was Agatha <laughs> all along. Map, 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 map. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So why do we, why do we think they chose the like monsters kind of? Yeah, that was interesting. For that right? Yeah. Oh, just because they hadn't done the monsters yet. I guess all it was just a fun way um, of doing it. Catchy songs. We still haven't answered my one question from before the show actually even started, which was how does Vision still have his mind powers? Ah, uh, through he, Scarlet Witch. She's yeah. feeding that into him. Yeah. She's feeding it into him? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think we, I, we got kind of got the explanation to that in when he left the hex, that you saw like all this shit retreating from him back into the hex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's basically Wanda is literally keeping him together and powering him up. And I think that was... Hooch alluded to this, I think, in pre-show. I don't think it was on air yeah. just now. Um, yeah. That basically earlier on, uh, when it comes to her destroying the Mind Stone, Vision actually says, who has a better understanding of what the Mind Stone is at that point, you know, it has to be destroyed with a similar energy and wonder that's you. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, we know that she is using energy very similar to that of the Infinity Stones. And so it's Vision. not too big a leap to saying that, you know, she's the double A battery keeping that thing going. Or Vision absorbed the power into his AI body. I don't think it's going that way. No. Because if he did, like it was immediately gone as soon as he got outside of range. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. it was pretty much. 
Mm. All right, last question. Uh, why is Wanda losing her powers in this episode? Uh, I think it's either because she's been I- expending too much of them mm-hmm. um, by like the, you know, by casting the, the net like much wider, basically, by expanding the hex. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or um, Agatha is kind of fucking with her like manipulating her emotions specifically so much that it's it's becoming unstable so one of those two is my guess yeah or, or I it's think being it's... siphoned because of Mephisto yeah that's a possibility too I don't think that's the case I think the boys is going to be the the thing but um, yeah mm-hmm. it's either going to be a combination of I think it is the stretching like she's just extending herself too far um, but then also I think that she's realizing now that all of this to keep vision alive is not really working like there's a couple little moments there of at the start of the episode she looks across to the empty bed and there's no vision there and then you know she says well i can't make vision do anything and then later on uh there is the whole everything just seems pointless right Mm -hmm. so if she doesn't have the will to keep doing it you know subconsciously she could be breaking it down Maybe it's guilt as well. Like, especially, you know, Agatha takes her there uh, with the whole, do you think this is what you deserve? Um, I think it's more so just that she's extending herself too much because she expanded the hex so large. Yeah. What right. What if it's also based on how much... Because the whole purpose for this, like the hex and everything and the reality, it seems was based on Wanda and Vision having the life that they wanted to have together. And as long as mm-hmm. that life was there as long as she felt that relationship that connection she was able to maintain the facade as that relationship started to splinter because vision was learning more things you started to see more weirdness happen and now he's at the point where he's not even spending the night in bed with her and he lied to her the last episode on what he had to go do so now he's learning more becoming more suspicious it's having an impact on their relationship and she's losing control. Yeah. I, I mean, there's definitely, I think part of it, um, and that's so much that he's like, mm, I, I think it's more so he is finding out more and more about the cost of their love. And the difference between the two of them is that he doesn't think the cost is worth, uh, them being together, that mm-hmm. it's too selfish Mm-hmm. for them to be together at the cost of all these people's lives you know? yeah mm-hmm. yeah or she's just like a super clingy girlfriend oh, that he's God. like trying to escape. stage five <laughs> damn yeah stage five clinger <laughs> now, there's but, one line we haven't really talked about from last week either um and that is what is project cataract yeah it's oh, one yeah. thing i really have no idea about yeah, well i, I mean don't know it, that one. outside the clear reference to vision and eyes cataract blah blah yeah, blah cataracts. but yeah yeah. yeah, trying to blind vision. I don't know. <laughs> Let's fucking blind him. Blind it's the vision. Only way. I have, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cloud him. Shut His him down. name oh, is yeah. Vision, so we must take that away from him. Exactly. exactly. Either way, I'm sure the three of us are going to be sitting down a week from now doing this again, just in absolute shock at what we've just seen. <laughs> like, and oh god, I hope it's an hour long. This they 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 need more than fifty something minutes to be able to wrap this series up. I cannot do two more twenty six minute episodes. From like here. We, if that's all it is, a, oh. I like how we have an hour and a half recording for a fucking thirty-eight minute episode. Yeah. That shows and, how much time they we need. We could go longer. 
Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's it. That's crazy. All right. I guess we will see you next week. So, uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it, boys. Any final thoughts? Uh, just Friday has never seemed so far away. That's right. It. You mean Thursday night, right? For you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, look, uh, obviously, you need to come into our Discord and tell us what you think. Uh, we've got a couple of spoiler channels set up. Please only keep it in there. Um, if you do start throwing around spoilers anywhere else, I will kick you from the server. Uh, but come on over to discord.me forward slash ANR. If you enjoyed what you heard today, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a uh, review. Five stars definitely help people find this podcast. And if you really want to help out the team, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. That's going to do it. Thanks, Hebrew. Yep, no problem. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Hooch. No problem. And we'll see you guys in the next one a week from now. Holy shit, boys. Here we go. (laughs) There we go.